This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Move on now to a conversation on energy and an acquisition there with Mashaku Gas Energy Propriety Limited. Uh, you know, went on to collaborate on a strategic investment in Tetra 4. Now, Tetra 4 is a vertically integrated oil and gas producer operating here in South Africa. And right now, the executive director and fund principal of Matlaku Financial Services, Mitesh Pema, joins us on the line to unpack the ins and outs of this transition. Mitesh, good evening. Thank you for your time. Good evening and good evening to your listeners and yeah, thank you for having us. A very uh, congratulations to you, I guess, a very big one uh, for this uh, development. Uh, Matesh, let's talk about uh, Mashaku Gas's uh, you know, acquisition of Tetra 4 and uh, you know, the ins and outs of the transaction. Sure. So as Mashlaku, energy security is a key theme for our investment fund. We've got... Uh, 2 billion rand in capital under management. And with this investment, it takes us to 1.2 billion rand invested into cleaner forms of energy for the country, all of which has added new capacity to the grid. And so uh, goes a long way towards securing energy supply for the country. Obviously, we're not out of the woods yet, and I think load shedding will probably be around for the foreseeable future. But, um, you know, this is a particularly exciting investment for us because it does diversify South Africa's primary energy mix. So currently, gas only contributes approximately 3% to South Africa's uh, energy supply. That gas is currently sourced from Mozambique and uh, will probably uh, decline by the end of the decade. And the Tetra 4 reserve is particularly exciting because it is South Africa's first onshore gas production rights and will will help in alleviating the gas shortfall that's potentially arising out of Mozambique. Obviously, there are other gas projects on the go around Southern Africa that could assist, but this would probably be the first gas to market uh, that uh, substitutes for, for dec- declining gas from, uh, from Mozambique. Um, in addition to the natural gas, which will contribute to the power sector, uh, the project will produce helium, which has uh, significant industrial potential uh, globally, particularly in high-tech sectors like uh, rocketry and uh, manufacturing of microchips. And so alongside the energy security benefits to the project, you know, there's a, a significant amount of industrialization and job creation opportunities uh, associated with the project. And so from that holistic point of view, you know, it, 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 it fulfills a number of important mandates for, for us as Mashlako. I also ask you about, of course, uh, you know, the history of this uh, Virginia gas plant. I think, uh, you know, it has been one that we've been reading about keenly uh, and really trying to uh, see it all uh, come online. It has been quite a long journey, Matesh. So I'm keen to find out about it, you know, coming to fruition and it being able to then plug and play uh, into the energy mix. 
Correct. I mean, it's it's been around for some time. Um, we have only, with this investment, uh, become involved in the project. Um, what the previous, you know, what the existing owners in Renogen and uh, management have successfully done to date is conclude phase one, which is a pilot phase, and have effectively proven the business case. Uh, and and now that's a major step forward. Uh, in the next uh, in the next phase of the of the business and the project, which is to expand it uh, to a much more significant and larger scale now that we've uh, learned our lessons from phase one and um, you know proven that that the project is feasible. And before I let you go, I must also ask you, uh, you know, about, uh, I guess, uh, quite uh, the, the, con- the controversial conversation that can be had around the issues of oil and gas, uh, you know, where globally we are seeing investors uh, shy away uh, from some of these assets and really, really focus, Mitesh, on uh, a pure a green, uh, you know, um, a- energy there. I'm wondering from your perspective, you know, adding this to your portfolio, concerned at all about that trend? So... I would say a few things to that. The one is, um, in the debate around ESG, as Mishlauko, we believe that the S and the social impact should be as weighty a consideration as the E. So yes, gas is a fossil fuel and uh, not as clean as some newer technologies in the renewable energy uh, realm, but it does offer as I mentioned before, greater industrial industrialization potential and job creation opportunities than the renewable energy sector. Secondly, as I said, also said previously, gas currently only contributes 3% to South Africa's primary energy mix, which is well below global norms, uh, you know, which are closer to 15 to 20%. So, um, you know, this investment would not take us anywhere close to those global norms, um, and it, while it is a fossil fuel, it is far cleaner than burning coal, which is still, uh, you know, 85 to 90 percent of South Africa's uh, energy is derived from coal. So it's certainly on a net basis cleaner than uh, or, or will re- result in reduced carbon emissions compared to where the national grid is now. And then thirdly, renewables are intermittent. So... You know, the sun doesn't shine all the time and the wind doesn't blow at the same intensity all the time. And so what gas offers is the ability to balance the load in the network uh, by being able to react quickly to changes in uh, the amount of current uh, flowing through the network. And, 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 And by balancing the grid in that way, actually catalyzes more renewable energy to be absorbed into the network. So... You know, when we put all those things together, we think that gas does have an important role to play in South Africa's energy mix. Obviously, we want to get to a net zero position. We want to eliminate carbon emissions over the long term. But I think we're going to get there more efficiently by utilizing gas as a transitional fuel source until newer technologies, particularly battery energy storage technologies, Uh, decline in cost and become more affordable and gas is able to play that uh, buffering role that transitional role over the medium term until we until we get there and and so you know when we look at it in 
as I said, in context of what's happening globally, you know, our coal-heavy grid is uh, more carbon-intensive than uh, other economies uh, globally. But at the same time, um, gas will help in, in reducing that while we remain well below the penetration of gas in the in the energy mix compared to compared to more developed countries. Fantastic. I think I completely, uh, you know, hear this and I agree maybe with gas, you know, being that important, important part of us uh, transitioning as justly as we can. Mitesh, thank you for your time and congratulations again on this development. Yep, and thank you for having us again. Well, Fantastic. Have well, a good evening. You too. That was Mitesh Pema. He's executive director and fund principal of Mahlaku Financial Services. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.